0: Welcome to the sixth episode of the 1796 podcast, a monthly podcast that features exclusive interviews and in-depth news about the Tennessee National Guard and the Tennessee Military Department. The 1796 podcast is produced every month by the Airmen and Soldiers of the Tennessee National Guard Joint Public Affairs Office. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Malone. And I'm Captain Hall, your co-hosts of the 1796 podcast. On this episode, it's all about physical fitness and readiness. We'll hear from Captain Michael Owens, who is the first soldier in the Tennessee Army National Guard and one of the first in the nation to score a 100 on the new Army Physical Fitness Assessment. Captain Owens discusses his tips on succeeding with physical training. We will also be hearing from Technical Sergeant Brandon Eckel, a member of the National Guard Endurance Team, an elite nationwide fitness organization for the National Guard. Sergeant Echo shares his insights on the importance of physical fitness. And of course, we'll brief you on the latest and most important news impacting the Tennessee National Guard in our Tennessee Bluff news segment. First up, Lieutenant Colonel Malone sits down with Captain Owens.
1: Well, we at the 1796 Podcast are thrilled to have with us today Captain Michael Owens who was one of the first members in the Army to get 100% on the Army Combat Fitness Test. First off, before we get into that, tell us who you are and a little bit about your Guard career so far.
2: Okay, so Captain Michael Owens, uh, as you just said, um, joined uh, the Tennessee Army National Guard back in August of 2000 in McMinnville. Um, I deployed twice with the regiment, um, made it all the way up to E-7, got my commission, uh, deployed again as the S-4 with the 181, um, and now I am the Middle Region Commander for Recruiting.
1: That's great. We're really thrilled to have you with us today. So first off, let, let's talk a little bit about the fit, the fitness test. There's there's quite a difference between the new fitness test for the Army versus the old PT test. So, what did you have to change about your training to do so well on the new one?
2: Uh, well, well, the first one um, wasn't is hard to pass for someone who wasn't in shape, um, but not necessarily hard to max if you are in shape. I mean, it was just you know, push-ups, sit-ups, and two-mile run. Pretty straightforward, pretty bland. Um, When they decided to change it and turn it into a six-event test, um, it's really a a total body um, strength and endurance test now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you you really got to train for it. I had to train specifically for the test and kind of get away from some of the things I was doing before.
1: Cool. All right. So what's your average weekly training program? What does it look like to prepare for the new test?
2: Uh, Well, um, I maxed it when I was in Kuwait. So Mm -hmm. um, over there, I had to do everything in the morning because of the nature of my job. I couldn't do it in the evening. Um, So I would get up 3.15. I was in the gym by four. um, I work out. I would run three miles every morning, five days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in the evening, when I actually got off work, uh, I would walk three miles. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on either Saturday or Sunday, whichever day ended up being my cheat day, um, I would run at least six miles. Gotcha. And that's pretty much how I did it.
1: Gotcha. All right. So, um, what do you think is the most difficult event? You said there's six parts mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. So, what's the most difficult one, and what's the best way to prepare for that one?
2: Uh, well, um, before they changed it, it was probably the, the push-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you used to just going up and down, up and down, up and down. You can get into a rhythm, and it's kind of muscle memory. You can, mm-hmm. It's easy to do. Um, but this one, you got to throw your arms out, and so it messes with your breathing, it messes with your rhythm, um, and it really. It'll light your shoulders up pretty good. Uh, so that was, and you only got to get 60. It seems like 60 is pretty pretty easy because mm-hmm. I can do you know 100 on the last one. Um, but 60 is rough. You yeah, know, you, gotta, you feel it. Around 40, my body was saying stop, man, stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what advice would you give
1: soldiers on the best way to train and prepare for the a- ACFT? You told us how you did a little bit. So. But th- some of these soldiers and the airmen, they may not have a lot of a lot of time on their hands. You know, their civilian careers may be different. You know, they're out doing other things. So, how how should they tackle it, and what should they focus on in particular? Is there a particular muscle group or a skill they should focus on?
2: Um, I think first you, you got to start with your diet. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped weight. Um, I mean, like right now, looking at me, I'm about 225 pounds. Right. Um, next time I take this PT, this ACFT, um, I'll be around 200. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's,
1: somebody once told me light is fast. Light that, is makes, that makes, that makes sense. A lot
2: better. Um, but you find that mix of, of strength and endurance because the lighter you are, it'll help with your endurance. Um, you just have to be, like they say, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, which means you, I mean, you run to you. I, I would run tough like I was going to throw up. Yeah. And weights, I would lift as heavy as I could. Of course, as I drop weight, I'll, I'll get weaker. Um, but I would still lift as heavy. I go to muscle failure with every lift, mm-hmm. um, and that's just to, just to push your body that way. All that blood flow and all that oxygen is going into your muscles.
1: Got it. So, what drives you to do so well? What what? what it's like were you gunning for a hundred percent and and and. So well, what drives I, you to do so well
2: on I this took, thing i took the first one um about a month after i got into Kuwait, and i got a 560 something just to see mm-hmm. where i was out at, of 600 so out of 600 right just to see the difficulty because was the first time that i'd ever taken it um just straight up uh so i took it and then in in i just told myself i was like hey i'm i'm gonna max this um it's hard nobody had done it um and, you know, you get, you get a lot of doubters. Like, no, you can't do right because, you know, some people can't do things they think you can't do mm-hmm. it to. So I, I kind of feed off of that. But I just look for challenges. I look for things that are hard. When, when somebody tells me something's hard, it just makes me want to do it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, on deployment, you fixate on something. So you got to accomplish something on a deployment. Mm-hmm. You have to. Um, and that was what I was going to accomplish. Got it. yeah No, same.
1: When I deployed, I'm not nearly where I was, but I was working out every day, running every day, same kind of thing. So, is there any advice you would like to give soldiers out there, airmen too, uh, as they prepare to take their test? What would you tell them? What would be that piece of advice just you'd give them? Prepare.
2: You don't go anything. Just jump off the couch. You prepare. I'll start. I'll take my next one in May of twenty three, um, somewhere around in there, and I'll start preparing in right around January, right is after you, New Year's. Is
1: I'll, your goal going to be one hundred percent again?
2: Yeah, I'll get another six hundred. Yeah. I just know. I know I will. I, I just. I got gotcha. you. I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. So. Um, And that's another thing, just make it to where you don't have a choice. You can do anything when you don't have a choice. Um, So that's what I do.
1: Do you have a personal trainer? Do you do any other types of workouts? Like I dare say CrossFit or anything like that? Or do you work on your own? Uh, I work on I mean,
2: I have a workout partner, um, sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, but but this job I do. Um, but before, you know, it just, it really just depends, but whether I have a partner or not, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to make sure I I put the work in, um, and that's all it is. It's just work.
1: That's That's great what else what else do you have for us what, what else can you tell us what piece of advice can you uh, give us maybe not even physical fitness related just, for the young airmen and soldiers listening I mean, out you there just have
2: that mentality of, of you're going to accomplish the goal um you know things are hard and trust me i mean this test was hard but there's a lot of life is hard um but if you just tell yourself that you're going to make it happen and you don't have there's no alternative other than success you can do anything and that's just that's just how i am
1: Cap Owens, that is a great bit of advice. Thank you so much for joining us on the 1796 Podcast. My pleasure. Yeah, good to have you with us. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Up first this month in the Tennessee Bluff, the Smoky Mountain Air Show concluded on Sunday, September 11th, after several days of successful air demonstrations, headlined by the Navy's Blue Angels. The air show, which took place at McGee-Tyson Air National Guard Base in Knoxville, had tens of thousands of attendees who enjoyed demonstrations from the A 10 Thunderbolt, the KC 135, the U.S. Army Golden Knights, and much more. The event was a huge success. In other news, the Security Forces airmen assigned to the 164th Airlift Wing hosted an annual two week patrol course at Milan's volunteer training site in August. The course is designed to strengthen relations with Bulgarian counterparts and reinforce airbase ground defense skills. The course is structured in a fast-paced crawl, walk, run format that concluded with a culminating field training exercise. It is designed to test each member in all leadership positions while challenging them both physically and mentally. The success of each member depends upon his or her ability to work as a team, overcome obstacles, and complete each assigned mission. And finally, in national news impacting the National Guard, National Guardsmen and reservists who are enrolled in Tricare Reserve Select will see an increase in the cost of their health insurance starting in January 2023. The Defense Health Agency announced an increase from $46.70 to $48.47 for single coverage and from $229.99 to $239.69 for family coverage. These costs are on a monthly basis. The TRICARE Reserve Select Program is available for most drilling guardsmen and reservists and their families, providing medical coverage at a cost much lower than most commercial options. The price increase takes effect in January. That's our Tennessee Bluff for this month. Up next, the 1796 podcast sits down with Tech Sergeant Brandon Eckel from the 118th Wing.
1: Well, thank you, Captain Hall. We appreciate that. Uh, This is Colonel Malone, and we are sitting down with Tech Sergeant Brandon Echol to talk about his experiences with the Air National Guard Endurance Team. Sergeant Echol, welcome to the podcast.
3: It's an honor to be here. Thank you, sir. Thank you so
1: much. Before we get into the meat of it, tell us a little bit about yourself and about how you came to be where you are in the National Guard.
3: So my journey actually started in the Marine Corps first. Uh, September 11th happened. That kind of prompted me to take action in my life. There just happened to be a Marine Corps recruiter there at the high school, and that's how it all started. I was like, hey, I want to be a part of a solution to this. War happened pretty much instantly, so fast forward, graduation, basic training to Iraq. um, Did special operations work for the Marine Corps until about 2008. Decided to become a father whenever our third child was due to be born, and then got out of the marines lasted about eight weeks couldn't take it anymore learned that there was an air guard base and off we went so we um we got plugged into the the age group and then the new mission happened and away we went with that since i would already had a top secret clearance it it just was a beautiful fit coming from a background of fitness um i just excelled at everything in the air force because it was a little bit latched from what I was used to in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And then um, fast forward a few years later, I learned about a national endurance team. I was like, this is right up my alley. So we, we tried out for the team. So, so you're on the Air National Guard endurance team. First off, what is that? Well, it is, I'm going to say this, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, <laughs> but this is the most top secret <laughs> cool kids club out there. A lot of people didn't know this existed, and neither did I. Apparently, this endurance team has been around for a very, very, very long time. Think of it almost like an additional duty, almost like recruiting. So it is kind of our job to represent the guard well at these endurance races where we are trying to appeal to the younger audience or the already established audience, like your, your doctors, dentists, lawyers, people like that, who just are naturally gravitated towards these endurance type events, so we just try to have very personalized conversations with them while we're at these events. Um, it's probably the the coolest thing that I've ever done, being in the military, because I get to go on orders um, and represent the state that I live in, but as as a broader thing, you know, the country that I love, just talking about what the guard's done for me.
1: That's awesome. And I I think I said it wrong. I said Air National Guard Endurance Team. It's the National Guard Endurance
3: Team. Correct. This is the uh, all guard, which basically would include all army and all air. Uh, So in relation to that, what
1: competitions do you go to? There's different kinds then, just different kinds of endurances like which ones?
3: So the National Endurance Team actually has two separate sides. Mm -hmm. Um, There is uh, an endurance team, and then there's a marathon team. Gotcha. So on the endurance side, it's typically going to be mud run type Mm -hmm. obstacle course races. Mm -hmm. So think um, Ninja Warrior Splash Around in the Mud, Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of Spartan races. Spartan is the, I guess, the official partner with uh, the National Endurance Team. So most of the events that we do are Spartan races, but we have started to branch out into uh, more challenging events. Like the very first one coming up um, on our event is in December, and it's called a High Rocks. It's it's a European thing, but it is Mm next-level difficult. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, cool. So what was your path to get to be on this national endurance
3: team? I received um, just a random email. That was just like a little blurb of the endurance team or the Tennessee endurance team um, is going to host a tryouts. It's open to anybody who wants to uh, just test your fitness, not knowing what it was and just kind of being a a fitness junkie. You know, I typically try to compete in the CrossFit Games every year and I just really enjoy doing hard things. I was like, hey, this sounds like something that's fun. Um, But the caveat was it had to be self-funded. And I think that turned a lot of the Air Guard guys off because, you know, these these events are very expensive. Mm -hmm. But I'm already doing them anyway. So I was like, I'm not really going to miss out on anything. Let's give this a try. So I responded to the email. Two people from the 118th decided to give it a shot. They sent us to Sidco Drive. And when we got there, we found out the path to the national endurance team was the army new combat fitness test gotcha we had no idea what we were doing so we're like trying to watch the army guys in front of us to figure out what this test is Mm -hmm. and how to actually get through it because that was a very very challenging fitness test gotcha Sergeant what what is your average
1: weekly training program look like to prepare for these future competitions?
3: So at least for me, now everybody's going to be very, very different. Um, I'm in a position that um, we own seven businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got five kids in ministry. So I've got very, very limited time. So I have got to make use of every second of every day. So I, I really can only train two times, maybe three times a week. In roughly 45 to an hour and a half time blocks just wherever I can so I try to do extremely high intensity during those short windows that I have open um, I'm just fortunate enough that I can make it work with the time constraints that I've got some people are gonna have more time some people are gonna have less time but at least for me two to three times a week is, is, is enough to to get by not to keep me on an elite status, mm-hmm. but it's enough to be very competitive.
1: And you said it's high intensity during those windows.
3: I'm trying to hold um, above a 90 to 95 percent max heart rate mm-hmm. for 45 to yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. It's 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 pretty painful, but when you don't have much time, you you got to try to make the best use of the time you have available. Absolutely. What do you think is the most difficult part? Of these endurance challenges, my personal um, struggle with these endurance events is finding enough time to to be able to train for these long distance endurance races. An example: the most recent race that we did it, it lasted about six and a half hours. Uh, you know, for me, my body's just not used to training, you know, at max effort for that amount of time. So my personal stumbling block is enough time to dedicate to long endurance training
1: so like the long runs that some people do on weekend mornings and things like that is that the that's the tough part
3: correct uh trying to get a body that's used to training for 45 minutes to an hour to try to spread that out Mm -hmm. over four five six seven hours you know 20 30 40 50 miles it's, it's just a little difficult yeah. when you can't dedicate enough time to that style of training. Yeah. So you said it's like Ninja Warrior in the mud. What obstacle, when you see it coming,
1: is like your biggest dread?
3: So most of all the obstacles are going to be upper body strength-based obstacles. There are a very select few that are technique-based. And the spear throw is that technique-based mm. that it is... It is not strength-based. It's got a strength-based aspect to it, Mm -hmm. but it's more of like a finesse. Gotcha. That is the one station that can make or break you winning and poting them a race and doing 30 burpees while all the people you are just racing against take off, running, leaving you behind. So when I get to the spear throw, it's definitely a mental physical challenge mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. sure that you've hit that guy because you only get one try.
1: That is not the answer I was expecting. That's great. All right. So, um, Sergeant Eckle thank you for hosting me today. We're sitting in one of your businesses. It's a gym. So, do you work out with other people during those quick 45-minute sessions? Do you, do you have a partner? Do you, what, what style... What do you do during that high-intensity workout, and who do you do it with?
3: So we own quite a few businesses, and the gym is one that consumes the largest majority of my time. So my training actually takes place in between personal training sessions or nutrition consultations Mm -hmm. or in between, like, um, corporate wellness Zoom calls. Mm -hmm. So I am always training by my lonesome. Mm. It's, It's not ideal. However... I utilize a MyZone fitness tracker so I can see my heart rate on the screen, so it's almost like I'm chasing myself. Mm-hmm. If I ever see that my fitness tracker shows that I'm not putting out maximal effort, it, it's, it's it's that mental click, almost like I'm chasing you beside me, but really I'm chasing me. Yourself. Yep, it's... it's all by myself. Awesome. So what
1: advice would you give to soldiers and airmen on the best way to train and prepare for their fitness test, be it the Air Force fitness test or the Army combat fitness test? And, and, I, and I like to think of the Army calls it M-Day. We in the Air call it a DSG, Drill Status Guardsman. Uh, you know, they've got busy careers and lives and other things going on like you do. What What's their best way to prepare for their fitness
3: tests? So coming from a personal trainer's view and from a nutrition coach, the number one thing that most people lack is balance balance in their day, uh, and and when we talk about nutrition diets, diets don't work. We need balance. Just trying to find the proper balance of you know hey you have a cheat meal that's okay. Just don't have a cheat meal every day every meal. Um, you didn't get to exercise today. Well that's okay. None of us get to exercise every day unless you just have a, an excess of free time. But if someone can just find balance in their busy work day, dedicate. 10 to 20 minutes here and there when they can and just focusing on those specific movements that they're going to be tested on during that that fitness test like the being on the endurance team your focus is a little bit different it's a much broader test you kind of have to be decent at a whole bunch of things but if we're just talking about a generalized fitness test you know we know that there's a very few components there you know there's going to be some type of a of, of an endurance piece that we need to dedicate to, and uh, a strength piece. So if we can dedicate a little bit of time to each of those three, four, five pieces, and then just try to have some decent nutrition about seventy-ish percent of the time, um, you're going to be as in as best of an the shape as you possibly can, balancing out just life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us. You know, we get we get de- depressed because we can't fitness as much as we want, or our diet isn't as good as we need or want it to be. But real life is is a real thing. Battling mental and morale stress is uh, is something that all of us struggle with. So we're probably never going to have enough time. We're probably never going to have the perfect day to get started. But doing the best you can with the time that you've got is all any of us could ever ask for. And if you just give 100% on those few minutes that you do have to try to fitness or try to be intentional with food that you eat, you're going to be in a much better shape than someone who wasn't intentional or consistent.
1: You've talked about balance and how you work out and how you do those things, but what motivates you? What drives you to do so well these competitions? How do you keep at it? What drives you to keep doing it?
3: I think my motivation is a little bit different than a lot of people's motivation I think that uh, there's some screws that are loose, <laughs> maybe even missing. We're we're just going to say there's some screws that are missing. I've always gravitated towards doing the hardest possible thing that I can think of just to challenge myself. When I go to these endurance races, you know, if I end up winning the race or I podium in the race, that, that's awesome, but really it's it's a me versus me every time I go out I always want to be able to continue to push myself both mentally, physically, spiritually to challenge myself to do hard things even as I get older. Society says that as we get older, you know, we're not able to do as much um, but I see it every time I go to these competitions that those of us that are in, in the 40, 50, 60, 70-year-old age brackets, they're doing things that most teenagers couldn't do today because of their mindset for someone who wants to accomplish something difficult you have to have a a a little bit of a of a mindset that's up for the challenge no matter how big or little the challenge may be
1: you're in the national guard endurance team you've been competing lately you've you've been off to these competitions you've done well
3: what's next well next for me with the endurance team The World Championships is what's next. We've qualified for the World Championships in the Decafit Arena, and we've also qualified for the World Championships in the Spartan Obstacle Course Arena. So what's next is Sparta, Greece and Atlantic City, New Jersey in November.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations.
3: And when are those? Spartan World Championships are November third fourth fifth and sixth in sparta greece and the Fit championships are november 19th and 20th in atlantic city new jersey
1: and just in case we have people listening out into the future this is fall 2022 so all right well that's wonderful news anything else anything else you want to tell the airmen and soldiers out there that might be listening
3: well my advice to anybody listening who enjoys doing Harder things than most, and you have a desire uh, to be a part of this National Endurance Team. I didn't know it even existed, and most of the people in my leadership didn't know it existed either. So my goal moving into this next year is to bring awareness to the National Endurance Team. And in my personal opinion, it is the best retention tool that I have ever stumbled across. Mm-hmm. Better than any uh, reenlistment bonus out there, being on this team has brought a completely revived new breath of fresh air for me, being a part of the Guard. It may come and bite me in the butt <laughs> uh, because uh, all these competitors are going to be coming out of the woodworks and I'm not going to make the team again. But this National Endurance team has really, truly been an honor to be a part of. Even being the new guy, I look forward to continuing to be a part of this as, as many years as I can qualify for this team.
1: Awesome. Well, Sergeant Eckel, thank you so much for being on the 1796 podcast. It is an honor to host you. We appreciate your answers and your advice to the soldiers and airmen that are listening. Captain Hall, back to you.
0: Thanks for listening to the 1796 podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing, sharing this episode with friends, and giving us a five-star review. The 1796 podcast is produced by the Tennessee National Guard Joint Public Affairs Office. For more information, please visit www.tn.gov military.